For my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. You, between you, me, the tree, rock, everywhere. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. You don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to episode 431 of Blue Harvest. I'm your host, Halls Burkhart. And I'm your host, Will Witten. Oh, buddy. Kicking the new year off. Look at us, huh? New Look year. at it. New year, new me. Not really. Oh, man. <laughs> so, buddy, I've got a huge surprise for you, buddy. I can't wait to tell you this. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Are I'm you, excited. Are you excited? I am. We don't have much to talk about this week. Surprise! <laughs> Actually, there's a couple of little things. More than we had last week, that's for sure, from that's what funny. I remember. Because let me tell you, Will, last week your pal Halls might have fucked around and found out a little bit by slipping and falling in a gummy hole real deep. Oh. So the fact that that episode got posted correctly and scheduled correctly, I think is just a fucking testament to my podcasting skills at this point. I agree. Um, so, uh, why don't we get the business out of the way and then we'll jump right in. We got some voicemails and some emails this week we'll get to, of course. Um, so listen, you guys, there's a one-stop shop <coughs> for all your Blue Harvest needs. Set it and forget it or whatever the fuck, right? What's right. that place? Do you know what that place is, Will? Is it blueharvest.com? It is blueharvest.rocks. Dot rocks. Or myweirdfoot.com. Or myweirdfoot.com. That's your, where I get mixed up. Yeah, it's easy enough to do. Um, for all your Blue Harvest needs, links to all the social medias, including the Twitch channel where we've been streaming. We've been hanging out and streaming. That will be continuing. We got some fun stuff already planned for this year. So you guys should definitely come by and hang out. Twitch.tv slash Blue Harvest Pod. Um, and, of course, we can't forget a link to the Patreon page where if you enjoy the show, you can support us for as little as $3 a month and get access to our exclusive RSS feed this week. A brand new episode of my 
Clone Wars chronological rewatch went up. Remind me, Will, there's something I want to bring up about that. There's a little bit of a okay. mystery I want to... Ooh. We'll become a true po crime podcast. Um, With the mysteries. So this is a story about a serial killer that I'm very fascinated with and kind of want to bang. That's what our podcast is going to become. Oh, um, my goodness. Not really. Um, anyways. Uh, and there's all kinds of other stuff on that Patreon exclusive feed, too. Um, including Blue Harvest Adventures, which, buddy, in the Blue Harvest Discord, people have been re-listening or talking mm -hmm. about re-listening to Blue Harvest Ventures and have been talking about maybe wanting to see it come back. Obviously, there'd, <laughs> there'd have to be some big changes to the format. You know, probably of need course. to start fresh. <laughs> but that is something maybe we can talk about, you know. You know, mm -hmm. we'll see. You know, we it would, it would have to work on a schedule that works for everybody involved. This time... If Robbo is, um, if he's down, I would like to him him to be a player, and your old pal Halls is gonna uh, run the game this time. <laughs> and why? That would be fun. Why? Because I have had an idea, a spicy idea for a, a Star Wars pen and paper campaign in my head that's brewing that combines Star Wars with one of my other favorite things in this world. We'll just leave it at that. Let's see what we can make happen. We'll talk about that off air at some point. Ooh. But patreon.com slash blue harvest podcast and a big shout out and a kiss on that turkey neck to our patrons. You guys are the best. Um, buddy, how's your week been? How's your, how was your New Year's Eve? How's your new, your, the first four days or whatever the hell of your New, new Year's, Year's Eve? New Year's Eve was good. And, uh, New Year's Day was good. Just been sick, babe, sick babies. I don't yeah. sleep through the night. Yeah. So. Will has had the blue shadow virus. You could tell I've been watching Clone Wars. Running through yeah. his house like crazy. Yeah. I got to say, though, and knock on wood, you haven't caught it yet, though, right? Not yet, my Look man. Look at you, man. Fucking duel of, the duel of the fates in that fucking sickness. You said, mm-mm. You got it mm. trapped on the other side of a laser gate and the flu is just walking back and forth like Darth Maul, like he's about to whip his dick out on Instagram. Maybe. Or maybe God just had mercy on my soul and <laughs> just like, delayed my hey, smiting until the children got well. So maybe it would just be me that was sick. That would be the most merciful of all. No, no. You not getting sick would be the merc most merciful of all. I mean, yeah, yeah. Buddy, but I mean, you would have it by now. It's been going on since think. Christmas. You would think, yeah. Ex no, yeah, man. exactly. You got them tough antibodies. They, that's why they call him on the street. Will anybody's witten? <laughs> Look out. These T-cells. Um, Watch out. So, I um, didn't do, really do shit for New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Those were my days off. Uh, mm -hmm. I rang in the New Year in Discord. Um, with some buddies. I think it was Steve and Nick and Jeff. Were you there on New Year's Eve? Probably not at New Year's, no. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, I was playing a Yakuza game and doing bits with them on Discord. And let me say, you know how the old saying goes, what you're doing 
when the clock strikes 12 on New Year's is what you're going to spend the rest of your year doing. Okay. Fucking cool. All right. Sign me up. <laughs> you know what? I don't have to worry about some fucking crang looking motherfucker, butt microwave butt plug looking motherfuckers messing with my groove this year. Uh uh. Nah, fuck that dude. Yeah. That's right. What happened? Anyways. Um, and so Tuesday on the second, also my mom's birthday. Shout out Mama Burkhart. Hey. Um, I had, Happy to start, day. I had to start chemo treatment again. It was time. Oh, no, dude. Oh, but, I'm sorry. Buddy, can can I just take a, a quick skirt? I got to say, man, you are, you don't give yourself enough credit for the caliber of podcaster you are, right? What are you talking about? Because your response just then, you know this. We've talked about it. We've played Fork Knife, right? Yeah. You know I was back in treatment, but the way you I just did. made it sound like that was the first time you heard it, you are a master. Well, I that makes me sound you know, dis disgenuine, but it's mm -mm. just feels like an appropriate no. reaction for such horrible it news. It is, but we I like, you know, this is not a surprise. I've been right. building up doing dialysis and all kinds of other shit leading into starting treatment again. And right. I'll be honest with you. I wish it could have started three months ago. Cause I want to be done with this. Right. Like, right. Hopefully this is the end of it. This treatment, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna count my chickens before they hatch or anything. The doctor seems pretty positive about it, but as you well know, buddy, the uh, prognosis and <laughs> steps forward have changed multiple times through this process. They have. Um, so, like, Sunday and Monday, I like, I had this plan, right? So, I didn't have nearly as much anxiety going into the second round as I did the first time because I already kind of knew what to expect, right? Going into the first time, I'd never had chemo before, so I didn't know what to expect. Obviously... You know, I'm a super anxious person, right? So that led to me being really anxious, not sleeping much leading up to it. So this time I decided, all right, I'm going to go in with a plan of attack. Christmas Day is my last day to eat bullshit before I start treatment. So for the week leading into treatment, I'm going to eat clean. I'm going to go to bed early. I'm going to catch up on rest. On my days off, I might even take a little nappy nap on those two days off. I did all that. Executed the plan thinking, okay, so maybe if I'm in a better starting point when I go in for treatment, it won't affect me as bad. Wrong! Bruh, it sucked. <laughs> I, uh, you know, it was later in the day on Tuesday when I first started feeling shitty. Wednesday was pretty rough. Today has been up and down. It seems like every day starts rough. And then once I get up and get moving and, you know, get about my day, I start feeling a little better. But uh, it sucks, and I don't recommend it. But, uh, you know, unless, unless there's some major development with that, I don't expect it to be a large part of the show because I get weird talking about shit like that. So I'm not going to. Yeah. And you can't make me, Will. <laughs> well, we love you. 
And we're here for you in any way that you need us. I mean, listen. A support system when you're going through cancer treatment is incredibly important. And I dare you to show show me somebody that's got a better support system than you and Steve and Jeff and Nick and Johnny Grosso. Buddy, I had like a five to six month <laughs> to break from treatment and Johnny Grosso knew that and still texted me every day and was like, how you feeling today? <laughs> I was like, all right. And of course, That's I mean, sweet listen, dude. my mom, my dad, Golden, you know, my sister, Goose. I've got a lot of people in my corner. Something that I discovered even before the whole cancer thing happened. So that was nice. Um, but if there's some major develop, I'll let you guys know. Otherwise... Just know uh, I probably ain't feeling great, but I'm stoked to be talking about Star Wars with my buddy Will every week. Oh, Hell and yeah. video games with my buddy Steve over on High Potion. That's my fucking plug right there. Mm, mm, crisscross. Right hook, left hook. <clears throat> so, buddy, um, what have you been up to besides taking care of the sick kids? Are there any exciting developments in the, the life of Will? Um... Man, I wish I could tell you that there were. I got my dishwasher installed, oh, which was oh an boy. eventful process. That's kind of, I guess, the biggest thing. Mm. I don't know if I told you the story of the dishwasher going out or the replacement of the garbage disposal. Okay, so I remember the dishwasher went out pre... Pre-Christmas. Pre-Christmas. And then you got a new dishwasher, right? And I remember, and correct me if I'm wrong with any of the steps in this story, the guy came over to install the dishwasher and was like, oh, I can't do that. You got to get somebody else. Yeah. Oh, the, the, the dishwasher's too far from the sink. You're going to need a special hose and a, a particular plumber. We can't do that. We can't do that install. And so I call Home Depot and I'm like, look, yo, can you tell me what's going on? Can you tell me who's coming to do my installation that I paid for? Or do I just need to get my money back? And the lady was like, oh, let me let me let me call and let me see what we can line up for you. And then uh, she never called me back, but emailed me a refund for my installation. And I was like, OK, installing this guy myself. So clearly. I see she answered your question. That's bad customer service. It is. That is bad um, customer service. It is. And so I, um, my stepdad has been sick from the illness that my Mm -hmm. children communicated to my mom and stepdad on Christmas day. So they have been recovering ever since. And yesterday there was a trash bin delivered to Mm -hmm. our, Ooh, uh, that was the jam. No, this is okay. So you said you got that from Home Depot, right? I did. Now the the quickness with which I was able to find this it surprises even me. Go on, Will. You'll hear it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Go on, Will. Uh, my stepdad came over, not fully recovered from the flu, or whatever the sickness is and help me install the dishwasher. So we put in a new water line. We took out the old water line, um, hooked it up, hooked it up to the garbage disposal, hooked up the power, got it in place, 
turn it on to run. It's running, and then all of a sudden, it's Uh-oh. not raining. Which, oh, no. which matter of factly, what was what was wrong with the old dishwasher? Oh no! Is that it would not drain. So we get to looking, and we're like, "Why won't this bitch drain?" We check, recheck all the lines, make sure everything's working. And then I realized that I had the garbage disposal installed not too long ago. And then I uh, looked up directions for the installation of the garbage disposal to see if maybe the port where I had plugged in the the line from the dishwasher was covered up with something, like had a plug or a capper in there or something. Uh-huh. And sure enough... The dude that installed the garbage disposal did not realize that there was a, 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 a plug in there that needs to be punched out. You have to have a punch or like a certain size dowel and you knock that bad boy out and then you grab it with a pair of needle nose pliers, which is what I did. But that took hours of deduction and investigation to oh get my God. a solution. So we punched that bitch out. We hook up the lines again, have it running, works perfect, you know, washes dishes and drains. But then you start to think and you think, huh. Oh, shit. Did you the last buy- dishwasher oh, was probably was okay. Probably broken. It was probably fine. Uh, uh, but also possible that it wasn't this stopping the line killed it. Right. right? Killed the pump trying to pump when uh, it wouldn't respond. Uh, so. You know what? Probably best not to even think about it. That dishwasher was bad. Well, that was right? how I sold it to my wife, right? Yeah. Like, was, that was, was how bad. I was like, you know what? Because it, 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 the one thing I did do was I hooked it up and tried to get it to run, to drain after I disconnected the hose that ran to the um, garbage disposal, and it still wouldn't. So it's it's possible that that old garbage disposal I mean, that old dishwasher was busted because of, you know, the, the issue that we had going on. But, uh, you know. Yeah. We'll no. never know. Nope. Yeah. No, we do know, Will. We, we do. do know. We do know. that Your old dishwasher was broken. It was. Yeah. It was fine. You know? and, but the, Not you your know, fault. It was an upgrade. It was it, a plastic tub on the inside. Uh-huh. And I got one that has a metal metal oh. tub on the inside. Oh, Bro, in Will said, "I am Home Depot." You're like, (laughs) you're like fucking um, Palpatine when Kit Fisto and uh, Mace Windu and who's that other guy, C Ten or whatever? C Ten, yeah. Show up and he's like, "I am the Senate." Will's got that motherfucking dog in him. You you know what's (laughs) funny? John Luke and Mary were here over the holidays playing with the kids, and they were helping. Liam got the Boba Fett. Uh oh. What? Uh, the the Jabba's Palace like dais, you know, with like uh, Boba. It's from the Book of Boba Fett, so it's got Boba Fett and it's got the characters and it's got uh, Bib Fortuna, you know, Fat Bib Fortuna. Wait a second. Wait a second. Hold <laughs> on, Will. What is? What format of toy is this? Lego, okay. the Lego toy. Ooh, okay. And um, so he was, my brother was helping him put it together. Uh-huh. And they got to the lizard monkey, right? The Kawakian lizard that monkey. Motherfucker. 
and my my brother's wife who she was like, he was like she was like do you know what this character is called i was like fuck yes that's it's salacious crumb. crumb i know who the fuck salacious, salacious crumb is b crumb if you want to get I'm, real nasty with it uh, ooh ooh if you if you nasty uh, i was like i was like only because Hawes is my best friend do i know the intricacies of star wars the way i do but and I don't even know them as well as Hawes does, but I know that motherfucker is a Kowakian lizard monkey, and I know his name is Salacious Crumb. And that, uh, you know, well, everybody was like, "Oh, uh huh." You got that Star Wars dog in you, Will, and don't let anybody tell you otherwise. That's because of you. Um, you know, it's interesting that you bring that up because I'm watching Clone Wars right chronologically, mm-hmm. and I just got to the episode where they introduce Hondo for the first time, Hondo and Naka. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of talking about how crazy it is that like that character showed up in Clone Wars. He's in a handful of episodes there and like became a fan favorite to the point where he's a major part of Galaxy's Edge, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but he has a Kowakian monkey lizard. And, like, maybe one day Star Wars will show me a Kowakian monkey lizard that I think is cool. But I'm mm-hmm. telling you right now, man, I'm an animal guy, right? You know this about me, right? I do. I don't fuck with Kowakian monkey lizards. Do you not? Mm-mm. Really? I don't like them. There's and you know something what it is? Jim Henson about them now, that I know. gets now, me. Hold on. Skirt, I love the design. I love to hate them. It's not like... I see a Kowakian monkey lizard and I'm like some neck beard in the 90s who's like, Ewoks are lame. No, <laughs> I, I mean in universe, in the Star Wars universe. I don't like them, right? That motherfucker picked out C-3PO's eyeball and then laughed at him. Yeah, I don't yeah. need that kind of animal in my life. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't need a pet that can mock people openly uh-uh. to their face. Uh-uh. Or that's going to pick out them. eyeballs. Now, maybe if, yeah, you, right. if a Kowakian monkey lizard has like a chill owner, they're cool. You know, maybe it depends on the owner. You know, maybe it's because he was Jabba's pet that he was so, you know, well, I think malicious. Hey, hey Johnny Favs, I think w- your old pals, Halls and Will, just help you break the fucking story for book of boba fett season two all right you could turn me around on this man all right boba fett acquires a monkey lizard sanctuary it's like a big aviary full it's like we bought a zoo that movie Mm -hmm. with matt damon but it's about a monkey lizard sanctuary no just all kinds of because boba fett is also an animal guy right oh yeah he bought the whole zoo so it's got banthas yeah and, and nexu got, and Acklays, yep. huh yeah maybe yep. a ronto or two a ronto huh huh um before so when you're talking about doing oh um the clone wars mystery Okay. Right. So granted, I'm watching Clone Wars in a weird sort of machete order chronologically, right? Because mm-hmm. like we talked about, it can't it, with Uncle George it can't be easy. So I'm watching it chronologically and there was like a a couple episodes with Jar Jar in it, right? And Jar Jar was clearly voiced by Ahmed Best, right? Right. Now I remembered that at some point someone else 
voice Jar Jar in Clone Wars. And then Ahmed Best came back at some point. Okay. Okay. So I watched the first couple of episodes. It's Ahmed Best. And then in that, that two episode arc where they introduce Hondo, there's this whole thing where Dooku gets captured and then uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan show up to try and, you know, get him from the pirates and then the Republic sends senators to try to trade spice for Dooku, yada, 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 right? Right. And Jar Jar is one of the senators they send and it is immediately noticeable that it's not Ahmed Best, right? Ooh. So I wanted to go look and try to see who it was. Now... On like IMDb and on Wikipedia, the actor is listed as B.J. Hughes. And I was like, okay, I'm not familiar with that person. But I also don't have an encyclopedic knowledge of voice actors, right? So that's not right. even that surprising me. So then I decided to go deeper and try to see what else B.J. Hughes has been in. And it turns out B.J. Hughes is a fake name for Phil Lamar. Phil Lamar okay. from Mad TV. Mad TV, yeah. Also, if I'm not mistaken, voices um, Bail Organa in the animated stuff. Okay. If not completely, like if not every time, most of the time, I believe. I'll have to look that up so I'm not... Ooh, I might be... You might need to call John Luke and his wife and be like, hey, I need to take all that shit back. This man just tried to tell me <laughs> Phil Lamar was Bail Organa. Um, well, anyways, regardless. So Phil Lamar voiced Jar Jar in episodes of Clone, Clone Wars. Wars animated series. Yeah, but and I guess he didn't cop to it being him. Until like 2020. So years later, after the show, you know, for the most part was over. Um, so, like, I, I wonder what the deal is with that. Was it a matter of... You think he was scared of stigma? I, so, th when I sat down to try to think about it, there was a few that... A few possibilities that came to mind, and I'm sure you know this doesn't cover all possibilities. One was, do you th I kind of wondered, do you think it was a matter of him not not wanting to be associated with the character Jar Jar? Because you know, this is shit. I don't know what. Um, maybe like a, a decade after. Mm -hmm. The Phantom Menace, you know, the people have thankfully started to take it a little more easy on Jar Jar in recent memory. They sure have. But yep. I don't know that that was necessarily considered the case when the first season of Clone Wars was airing. Right. Could it possibly? I, you go ahead. You You might have a theory here. I have a theory that it is two things. Mm -hmm. I believe it. Um. For him, I think it kills two birds with one stone. It, it eliminates anybody that would be upset that it's not Ahmed Best, right? Okay, so that's kind of one of my so, other theories being that maybe it was some sort of like 
in a um, way to be respectful towards best exactly. you know and exactly. not trying to steal thunder or steal mm-hmm. shine or anything like that uh, also and just being safe in case there was backlash against the jar jar character like there once was and um and he did not want to be the target of that so yeah. it's kind of protecting yourself and <laughs> you know, giving homage to Ahmed Best at the same time. Now, if my memory r- serves correctly... Ha! Ha ha! He was Bell Organa and Kit Fisto. Okay. <laughs> Shoosh! Sorry, buddy. Go ahead. Um, if I remember correctly, Mad TV had a pretty savage critique of the Jar Jar Binks character performed oh. specifically by... Um, was it? Oh my goodness! I'm blanking on her name, but oh. the lady in um, the lady in Fallen Order, Jedi Fallen Order, Mad who was TV also Jedi on Mad Star. TV. Oh no! Mad TV, George Lucas, Dateline, Skywalker Ranch. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, it was brutal. Mm-hmm. And um, so I don't know if maybe as being on the writing staff for that show, he maybe did not want to Ooh. step on any of his old work, you know? Well, I don't know. Cause he's all his other star Wars work. He is credited as himself. Right. Mm-hmm. I did look into that. So yeah, I, I, to me it was either a matter of not wanting to be associated with it. He, they've got him in there. He's, you know, doing, um, other work and they're like hey man we kind of need somebody to do jar jar and he's like oh god jar jar guys and they're like we'll give you a bunch of extra money (laughs) and he's like oh shit you think i can just go buy a different name oh yeah totally totally stage name yeah Yeah. we'll do a stage yeah we got you um or you know it was it was like not wanting to out of some sort of respect to ahmed best um holy shit this man's been in a lot of cartoons yeah look at this man he was in mr we he was in the mr t tar cartoon oh my goodness i i just how old is that uh 1984 oh my goodness Um, he had to have been very young dave the barbarian um a bunch of robot chicken. Uh, <laughs> Avatar The Last Airbender, Afro Samurai, Friday the Animated Series. I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> Whoa, I didn't even know that was a thing. Lots of Marvel cartoons. Hmm. Oh, yeah. He, look, do you see this wheel? See that? Star Wars Rebels? Yeah, Star you see Wars what Rebels. That says? I do. Bail Organa got him. Got him, baby. Um, so yeah, I thought that was weird. Oh, look, damn, they even got him for Tales of the Jedi. My goodness. How many video games has he been in? A lot. Damn, Phil Lamar is the is working, bro. They need to give him like the next the next animated series. After Bad Batch just needs to be the Bail Organa um, animated series. And in that series, uh, they clone Bail Organa. So there's a bunch of Bail Organas, all voiced 
by Phil Lamar, so he can start getting that D. Bradley Baker cash, baby. Ooh, baby. You see Phil Lamar riding around in a, I don't know, what's an expensive car? A Ferrari talking about, Phil yeah. Phil Lamar providing several voices in another batch. <laughs> the second batch. And, you know, there's like a, it's basically the Bad Batch with just different versions of Bell Organa. I mean, come on, guys. It's time to let us do some work for you you guys, huh? Will's out here installing dishwashers. Huh? <laughs> Looking for dowels to punch out plugs? Yup. That was the look. <laughs> um, okay. So there are a couple of other uh, pieces of information um, or news that came out today. It's not just the, the Phil Lamar conspiracy hour. Um, so, you know, Star Wars Outlaws. Yes, the video game. The video game that is, quote unquote, coming out this year. Okay. Uh -oh. So, a Disney Park blog, Disney Parks blog put out a story saying, you know, talking about like what to look forward to in 2024. And as part of that, they were like, oh, and in late 2024, you'll be able to play Star Wars Outlaws, an open world Star Wars game coming from Ubisoft, right? Mm -hmm. So everybody was like, oh, cool, late 2024. That is the most specific date we've had related to this game right right like i am certainly not trying to rain on anybody's parade but more surprising than a book of boba fett season two at this point would be star wars outlaws coming out in the year of our lord 2024 okay you just don't think it's gonna happen period no there is some seemingly fairly well backed up rumors and i say this with a quote unquote, because it's the video game rumor sphere is bananas crazy. 98% bullshit, right? Oh, wow. That's a these, lot of bullshit. These rumors are that it's been internally delayed at Ubisoft, meaning they've already said, like, okay, we're probably going to need some more time to work on this, but we're not going to tell the public that yet. We'll see. But so. I saw that and I said, okay, cool. I mean, late 2024, you know, is in that just before the holiday season for video games. The weird things about the weird thing about video games is the holiday season for video games starts in like August. If you watch every year around August through sort of the first week in December, there's a lot of new sort of bigger video games coming out because it's the holiday season. Mm -hmm. um, that would put it in that area, which that makes sense for the size of that game uh, and the and as anticipated as that game is. But it also means that if you need some more time to uh, work on it, you're just like, hey, guy, uh, we just got to move it a few months into the next year, right? Right. But then... <laughs> um, they got updated. So, um, here, let me pull this up. I want to give you the update on it. So I saw that and I was like, okay, cool. And then 
Um, what was cool, now I will say this, the lady who's playing the main character in um, Outlaws, Humberly Gonzalez, she did respond to a post and said, we've got something special cooking up for you all. Can't wait to share more soon. So we're going to see some more of it soon, and that's exciting. I can't wait. That is exciting. I can't wait. Um, I'm trying to find the update. I thought I had it pulled up, but of course I don't. Oh, here it is. <clears throat> I, I must have um, messed it up when I was looking up the life and times of one Philip Lamar. <laughs> okay. But Ubisoft, you weren't wrong. So Ubisoft reached out to IGN to say that the late 2024 timing had been updated to a quote-unquote correct release window of 2024. A so they, they had updated it from late 2024 to just 2024. You see what I mean? Okay. So... So they're trying to move it up from the sound of it? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. They're, they're just saying, we never said late 2024. We said 2024. Right? Okay. Now, to me, them create... Because uh, there's another thing. All right? The way the video game industry works. Now, I'll be honest. The further and further we get into video game generations and they become more and more adopted, like gaming is way bigger now than it probably ever has been. So this gets a little, this is a little uh, all over the place now. It used to be the way it worked was in the summer around May or June when all the, when E3 happened essentially the video game companies would all announce the end of their year. So essentially, E3 was the first, like the big reveal of whatever big game a video game company was coming out for the holiday season, right? If Star Wars Outlaws is going to be holiday this year in that window, then certainly sometime this summer, they don't do E3 anymore, but they have other things that happen. Old Jeff Keighley has his Summer Games Festival and stuff where they reveal games and announce right. release dates. That's probably when we would hear a release date. But there's no way this game is coming out before then, meaning before this summer. This game is not coming out before this summer. <laughs> because the reason I say that is because we would already know like they, that's how far in advance these things get announced because they want to be able to hype up pre-orders, right? You announce the release right. date, you can put it up on the store. Maybe you get a big fucking dummy like myself that goes, Ooh, I can pay five extra dollars and get the collector's edition with the special lightsaber. Got it. G doing Take it. Take my money. Take my money, please. Right. There's a whole process before it. That's not the type of game. It's so big of a game and there's going to be a lot riding on it as, as it is. They're not going to be like, okay, by the way, that game's coming out in April of 2024. That's not how it works. Right. The earliest 
this game I think would be out would be the end of this year, and I'm doubtful, especially since they were like, hey, man, not late 2024, 2024. <laughs> Which is saying like New Year's Eve 2024 oh, is what they're saying. Do you remember? They kind of pulled that doo-doo feces shit with Book of Boba Fett. Remember when they were like, oh, by the way, Book of Boba Fett's coming out in 2020. Or 20, oh, you're wait, right. I remember that. 2021, now. right? And it, the first episode came out on New Year's Eve 2021. Yeah, right. And I went in. Buddy, I rang in fucking New Year's with a the first episode of a Boba Fett show not knowing where the Boba Fett show was going and then the Boba Fett show turned out to be kind of a metaphor for my 2022 <laughs> ain't that a little fucked up it's a little bit fucked up going in fucking feeling positive ain't leaving feeling too great got got a lot of shit I gotta work through there's some shit going on here uh-huh yeah man so that uh, that would what day is New Year's Eve on? Um, December. Oh, it's on a Tuesday. Tuesday used to be the video game release day. Game. Remember, new games always came out on a Tuesday unless it was something huge. And now they I remember out. having to get in line oh, on like yeah. Monday night. Uh huh. You know, for the Tuesday release, and I could never figure out why. I don't know why Tuesday, it, and that just used to be the way it was. Now it's all over the place, right? Yeah. Be before, like, I would say maybe even a decade or less, you know, ago, you would have your big video game push at the end of the year, and then the first couple of months were kind of bare as far as big releases a lot of times, right? Right. That is not the case anymore. There's huge games coming out in January, February, March nowadays, right? Yeah. So I, I'm i going to go ahead. The reason I'm saying this is I'm going to go ahead and call it now. Star Wars Outlaws will release between March and May of 2025. I know that's like a, a long, but that's better than just saying 2024. You know what I mean? I don't mean? think that's as bad as the sounding as you think it is. No. I'm still like, hell yeah. No, man. I And by the way, I think that would probably be in the game's favor. A game of this size and the type of game they're trying to hype this up as takes a lot of work. So if they need more time, it's best if they take it. Star Wars Jedi Survivor got delayed, and that game was fucking phenomenal, right? I'm not mm -hmm. somebody who feels like a delay is the worst thing in the world. I'm just trying to set people's expectations that, like, just keep, trust me as someone who gets excited about video, video games too much just to have them delayed. It ain't coming out this year. Sometime March and April, between March and May of next year, which is not that far away. There's going to be all kinds of Star Wars stuff to get up to until then. Yeah, I you think know. you're the man to listen to on this. I think anybody would be wise to take your advice here. I'm just telling you, man, I watch shit. I get super hyper-focused, and I think that's what's going to happen. Um, and then, so that was the Outlaws news, and then this was pretty cool. Um. 
Have you seen this showing up in your feeds? The the lady that's directing the Ray movie? No. Okay. So, um, and I'm I hope I don't fuck it up. Charmine obeyed Chinoy briefly discussed the new Star Wars movie. She was on a like a New Year's Eve broadcast or something. Um and she said I'm very thrilled about the project because I feel what we're about to create is something very special and we're in 2024 now and it's about time we had a woman come forward to shape a story in a galaxy far, far away. And then she also said um, that they are about to create something very special. Okay. Okay. Now it's very um, secretive. It is, but that's how they do it, right? But so you know how, like, I read that uh, Star Wars Outlaws story, and I take like not a negative spin on it, but like I'm looking on the the more pessimistic side of it. With this, right. all optimism, 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 optimism. We're about to create something very special. Please, you know what I like about that about. About implies some kind of like, maybe they're actually going to start really doing this thing, man. It does imply that there is a project in the works or in motion. All I need to see is the fucking, you know, the clapper board, the, you yep. know what I'm talking about? And it's, uh, yep. you know, Star Wars day, you know, they'll post it on the Twitter. Let's go. Let's mm -hmm. go. Sign me up. That's what I said. That's what I said. I'm going to be going to a theater to see a Star Wars, I hope. Anomaly Patri Spiritu Sancti. <sighs> That's about it, buddy. You want to hear from some friends? Voicemails and I emails? Do. Let's do it. Oh, Let's you know what? It. We can mm. talk about a goofy piece of information that came across my feed mm. um, and that I text you about. The The headline that was like, you know, Adam Driver says he's done with Kylo Ren. Adam Driver done with Star Wars. I was like, I'm pretty sure his character died in a redemption arc yeah no shit like i just kind of figured he was done that's not really news to me guys yeah i mean this is the thing they're gonna you want me i'm gonna make another prediction bro uh this okay. will most certainly be wrong but i'm gonna fucking shoot for the moon tonight he's uh -oh. gonna show up as a force ghost or something i'm not saying it's gonna be a huge thing and he's gonna be around all the time come on man They'll they'll do some sort of force ghost something with redeemed Ben Skywalker. Maybe Solo, at some point, ben but I don't. You know, Ray is the only one to whom it would be even be relevant. Yeah, and that, I mean, she's about to have a whole last movie. I'm. I think that's when it'll be. Yeah, I think they'll do that in that movie. Oh hell no! I do I not think. think, so. think maybe so. voice only. I do not think. Well, I think okay. So. Listen, man, we got to sit down and, and establish a set of rules. When I say he's showing up as a force ghost, I think voice only counts. We had a that, council. I of, mean, that does count. They had a council of anybody they could get in a booth to record some lines for the end of Rise of Skywalker. They'll toss old Adam D some fucking some bony, Question. you know, some 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 gold coins. Some would they ask him for permission to do the A.I.? Adam Driver, so he doesn't have to. They, uh, there's no way they wouldn't ask him if that's what they wanted to do. The Reese Preacher or whatever, 
they would have to get his permission. There's no way they would just be like, hey, guess what we did? We fed all your, your Star Wars lines into a machine and we made you say things. There's no way. You There's said you no were done with Kylo Ren and we said, yeah, you betcha. No, they, they'll get him in. You know what I mean? He's done some interviews like the, there was a recent interview where he was talking about how the story for Kylo changed as each movie went on, right? He said yeah. the way it was originally pit, uh, pitched to him was that Kylo, it's the reverse Darth Vader, meaning Kylo starts off, he's conflicted, but he is also on the dark side at that point, right? And then as the, sh the movies go on, he becomes more ingrained in the dark side so falls he further along the way yeah and he well and he becomes more dedicated to it and not as conflicted and i wish i was doing a better job of quoting this but um you bringing that up reminded me of it and to me this is kind of what i took from it it was that it seemed like the original pitch was that kylo was not gonna get redeemed yeah like that, that was kind of what i was thinking so, I mean, when if y'all listen, if anybody listens to the old school stuff, like I did not think. Well, I, I mean, Hawes had me convinced that it would be a redemption arc, and of course it was. And uh, but in 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 the middle there, I was like, "There's no way I can't mean, kill Han Solo and be redeemed." Well, I mean, I listen. That that is a tough ask for me, even you know. But that's the way the story went. Now, interestingly enough, right? The uh. What's the old dick bag from Jurassic Park? Colin Trevorrow, his oh. his episode nine script that quote unquote got leaked. He passed it off to a buddy of his. Was, was like, go post this online. Show them um, what they could have had. Kylo was not redeemed, interestingly <laughs> enough, in that script. That script also had a line that said, "In this moment." General Hux realizes that he lost the Star War. Oh my goodness. Let's. Will, I'll pay you $10,000 to come for the weekend <laughs> and just take a year's worth of foot picks. Dude, easy money. That's easy money. Easy I, could, money. I would do that for no money. <laughs> Us, he's royalty. King Tom, the king of all time. You Walter, it was Boba! I want you to be different from us. Don't tattoo your dick, tattoo your dick. Big old kiss on the turkey neck. <laughs> That's the spice in the How's it going, patrons? Listen, you get, look at, look at what you get, huh? Now that. says I could be in Star Wars. They could also do a second book of Boba Fett or not take him out of two of his own goddamn We don't build. 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 We don't build.
make your day you can't have a bad day when you listen to that Mm-mm. no sir um so we're gonna kick this off man we haven't heard from him in a little bit and that's old utah utah utah, utah. dougie dougie you know utah dougie went to see tool and messaged me i was like fuck yeah you go dougie Hell yeah uh dougie said halls and will it's been a bit since i I last sent in an email i wanted to thank you both for the last year of podcasting and other amazing content over the holiday great break i have continued working on the dugout and the basement bathroom is almost complete it has been great working on things listening to blue harvest i have attached some picture updates keep up the good work and i look forward to this year's cock a duty shenanigans you want I you want to make you want I'm gonna make a third prediction. Well, there's gonna be Ooh, some cock of duty shenanigans this year. You better believe it. Um, so look at this. Look at them playing some. Dang, Dougie, that setup is sick, my dude. That's look at really cool. Some family, uh, um, Smash Brothers. So Dougie's got his theater room. The way the screen is mounted is sick right like look at it and then he's had custom shelves built around the screen with you know just all kinds of wonderful shit on all the shelves it looks like he's got his you know his his like components too for the man it looks slick oh it does Oh, Will, the the theater chairs. Stadium seating. Damn, that this man built a platform for stadium seating. He's Will said I am Home Depot, and Utah Dougie said I am AMC. Regal. <laughs> I am Regal. Man. Mm, look at the collection of goodies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm check you know me, I'm checking out the prints. You, yeah, you see this over here on this wall right here? He's got the OG trilogy and mini poster form. That's yep. slick. Yeah. Darth Vader print. Is it? I like the. Uh, Looks like a classic ATAT. I know. I like the the variety. You know what I mean? Like he's got yeah. like uh, all kinds of different format of Star Wars collectible. Is that wallpaper? Maybe decals. Oh, it is wallpaper. It is, in fact, wallpaper. They make Star Wars wallpaper. Ooh. And he's got a Millennium Falcon shower curtain. Oh, that's sick. Uh, but Dougie, weirdly enough, uh, yours looks way cooler. Mine looks a slightly bit creepier because it needs some finishing touches. But my, ba- my basement bathroom and Dougie's basement bathroom look kind of look similar. They got the vibe. Yeah. Yeah, his does not give off the serial killer cleanup room vibe that mine has right now. Um, but I'm going to put some finishing touches on it, decreepify it a bit. Well, it's right off of the butcher shop. Who can blame you? Bro, bro right off the butcher Bro, sometimes if I, because you know, that's the closest bathroom to when while I'm working. So, you know, I use mm-hmm. that bathroom fairly regularly. Sometimes I do get like a chill up my spine where I'm like, I don't know, man. That creepy room is right behind me mm-hmm. all right 
Let's hear from Adam. Hey, Halls and Will. Just wanted to say I've been enjoying the Blue Harvest podcast from Ireland. All right. I started listening to you guys on the 19th of November episode. Oh, shit, Will. You know how I always say, oh, every episode could be a, a somebody's first episode. We got mm-hmm. one. We got one. Um, Was wondering what was your favorite Star Wars project we got in 2023, and what are you looking forward to the most in 2024? Keep up the good work, and may the Force be with you. Ooh, that's a good question. What was your favorite thing from of Star Wars from? Favorite thing of 2023. I, I guess I'm, I guess I'm gonna say Ahsoka. So of the TV, so, so help me remember here. We got Mandalorian season three, which mm-hmm. it's. It's I mean, the weakest season of The Mandalorian yet, but I still enjoyed it. It I'm was not, banger, right? right? Like, it had it its moments. Great. I'm not going to be here acting like I'm too cool. You know, I like that's that's how much I like that show is after they hurt me bad in Book of Boba Fett. I was like, mm. ooh, Din, we're hanging out with Din Djarin in his own show again. Ooh, Bo-Katan is so cool. I have Bo-Katan helmet. Yeah. Um. I don't think it would be my favorite, though. I still think it's the weakest season of the show. Great moments, but I think it's the weakest season of the of that particular show. Mm-hmm. And then um, Ahsoka. <clears throat> well, the thing about it was we kind of knew where it was headed, right? Not specifically, but we knew we were headed towards Mandalore and reclaiming yeah. Mandalore. And it definitely Bo-Katan took some weird herself. detours and, you know... We had no idea where Ahsoka was going. None. Yeah. I mean, well, we know they were going to get Ezra, but like, as far, you know, in between there, you had no fucking clue. I had no clue Anakin was coming. Oh. You know, Anakin in the in And the Ahsoka. way he was, like, the. Yeah. I, once again, I would have thought, because, you know, the, the rumors were out there. I think we probably even talked about it because, like, it was in one of the bigger magazines, like Deadline or. One of those, right, where they were like, uh, supposedly uh, Hayden Christensen has signed on for Ahsoka. I would have sworn up and down and probably did that it was just going to be a quick force ghost scene. I did yeah, not expect fucking costume and era changes, wigs, nope. a different actress for Ahsoka. Did not see any of that coming. They bought, bought Tamora Morrison lunch to get him to do a couple of lines as Rex, you know? Like that was a huge surprise. I would say of the two shows, I probably enjoyed Ahsoka more. Um, I mean, and Balin, right? And the Balin's cool. Ahsoka was fucking weird, and it was also really fucking like on the nose samurai stuff at times. And I'm sorry, I'm a sucker for that. Will the wonderful thing about Balin's cool as a uh. A villain was that he was so humanized, probably the most humanized and sympathetic villain in in my most recent Star Wars experience. Right, most yeah. of the villains are hateable, like truly hateable. But Balin Skull, you're like, oh, he just lost his way, but kind of made his own way. I don't know what he's got going on. Can't wait to see. It's unfortunate I won't get to, 
because his acting was so good. But yeah, I know I th- the that villain was so humanized to yeah. a degree. Well, you know what? Well, the, the more we sit here and talk about it, I have sitting here and discovered, <laughs> man, I'm just I'm just simple boy, right? They were like, hey, you only need a couple things. I need a couple of things. I need you to be wearing a helmet that's got a T visor in it, and you're up to shenanigans. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. If you, your first name is Boba, I'm immediately in as much as I can be. I try real hard. Okay. Or if you're like, hey, do you want to see something weird and it's got like a samurai vibe to it? And I'll say, yep. Yes, please. I do. I do. I do. I like fantasy. And be like, what you think about Sabine? I said, yep. I think that was pretty awesome. Oh, you mean it's pretty, weird pretty and there's a kick-ass Mandalorian lady? Come on. Come on. That was a good bit. Um, Honestly, though, like, is Jedi Survivor an option for my favorite thing, Star Wars thing of Could, 2020? Yeah, I think it's totally fair. <laughs> I blanked. I forgot that that was this year. So, uh, and everybody should go check it out. I forgot to mention at the beginning. Our buddy Steele had me on his stream on Saturday, sort of his end of the year stream. And I ended up having to leave because I was big boy tired. Big boy tired towards the end. And before I left, he was like, what would you grade Star Wars for the year of 2023? And I said a B, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. they seemed like, the people's reactions seemed to me think like, oh, that's very generous. But Star Wars Jedi Survivor came out this year and is like a top tier, all-timer, really good Star Wars game, right? Yes, it is. Like really good. So, yeah, that that affects me now. Obviously, not everybody plays games, so obviously you wouldn't include that in your personal score. But also, Bad Batch Season 2 slapped. Slapped. And that was this year, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not no, that. I didn't know it was this year, but it did slap. Oh, shit. Please tell me I'm not wrong. My year that. has gone by. If that Bro, really was, I have lost track of my time completely. I have too, man. I, what is time anymore? I got to puck and put the... Oof. Next, First, you're going to tell me Andor was this year. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. See, last year slapped too. Kenobi and Andor in the same year is fucking nuts. Yeah, right. right. Those were both really good. Okay. So Bad Batch started January 4th. Holy shit. It's the year anniversary of the first episode of... Damn, we should have had a celebration of Bad Batch Season 2. No, it was January to March as well it aired. That's right, because weren't there nights that there were Bad Batch and Mandalorian episodes? That's right. That's right. Fuck out of here. Yeah. That feels like a million years ago, man. Yeah, man, it does feel like a million years ago. Oof. All right. Um, all right. Sam, howdy, Halls and Will. Happy 2024 to you both, and I wish you nothing but the best in the year to come. In another slow, slower Star Wars week, I wanted to ask you something that was brought up last week. After seeing Godzilla Minus One, if you haven't seen it, make sure you do it in the theaters. I wondered what it would be like to have a pet kaiju. 
If you could both have one kaiju as a pet, which would it be? I've always thought the mammoth-looking one, Behemoth, was super rad. Also, Will, if you were going to buy Liam a kaiju, which would it be? A kaiju probably can't be as cool as Sally the Hermit Crab, though. Uh-oh. Anyway, have a great week, fellas, and I'll catch you soon. Best wishes, Sam. Will, how is Sally the Hermit Crab? Sally the Hermit Crab still kicking. Are you serious? I'm still doing my best to keep that poor crab alive. Damn. I should probably just let her <laughs> join the great gig in the sky, but I don't. I can't do it. <laughs> just, she's saying, let me go, man. I was promised there would be an end to this, and it would not be this long. Mm. You guys got any other shells? I live in a bathroom. Do you know what it smells like in here <laughs> half the time? You guys come in here and fucking <laughs> all the time. I just farted in a poopy. <laughs> <laughs> I farted in a poopy, almost slipped out. Ah. Man, keeping a kaiju as a pet is maybe that would baby be a Godzilla. Big ask. Um, Manila is probably the most. Harmless, the baby Godzilla. Wait, Liam second. would want a Godzilla. No, yeah, Liam would want a Godzilla, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. All these these fakers, these pretenders said, to the throne. He said, "Fuck the rest. I'm going with the best." I might. You know what I would do? I have Mecha Godzilla as a pet. Ooh, you could upgrade him. Mm -hmm. You could buy like mm -hmm. kit bashes to like mm -hmm. trick him out. Paint him, paint him up to look like Boba Fett. Just a Ooh. whole bunch of spray paint. <laughs> and he's technically a robot. He could like be a butler. I mean, like a little Mecha Godzilla butler. Oh, see, I think I thought we were talking about like, never mind. Never mind. I mean, they're kaiju pets, but right. like. Okay. Now that's a little different. If it's like pet size. Well, I was thinking. I that thought he, he was... meant pet size. I, made I the think assumption. you're right. I think you're right. The fact that I was like, oh, I'll have a full-sized Mecha Godzilla. I'll have, a, I'll have a little bit of a full-size size Mecha a, Godzilla. Can you pour me just a little bit of a full glass of that Mecha Godzilla right there? <laughs> um, uh, that makes it a little different. Like a mini, like pet-sized Walter like or Luna Like a backyard kaiju. <sighs> Still might be Mecha Godzilla. I mean, you'd have to start a, a dog or cat farm just to feed the thing. Uh-uh. No way, Will. <laughs> no, bro. I knew it would stop there. Uh-uh. You what, you gonna, him, you gonna buy him dinner, steaks bro. from Walmart? No, just make him dinner. Like, if I'm having spaghetti, my little oh, okay. Walter spaghetti size... Spaghetti source, okay. My little walter size Godzilla is gonna be sitting at the table eating spaghetti. Little bib on. Yeah. Fork and spoon in hand. Yeah. Yeah, I like this. That's a lot cuter. Yeah, man. Make him soup. I was thinking about having a raptor in the backyard. Yeah, no, we're not. It, this is not a situation where I'm feeding him live animals. I've never <laughs> been that guy, man. Like, peace and love to those snake and lizard people. I just, I get, it's not my bad. Like, I'm not even someone who's afraid of snakes. Snake husbandry? I don't know, man. It's feeding it. Other live creatures. Mm, not my bag, you know? Yeah, I get the circle of life and all, but it's. Just I get not it my... too. It's not something I want to see all the time, mm -hmm. you know, in my own house. 
I don't need a, a pet that eats other pets. I also pet. don't like closing my eyes knowing there's some uh, a creature inside that could kill me. Like, <laughs> I know that it's tucked away and properly. I would check that every night before I went to bed. But the sleep that I get knowing that there is not an animal inside my house that could kill me potentially if someone knocked the lid off or if a aquarium failed or if a bucket got a crack or a hole in it, you know. See, that's kind of my vibe with snakes as pets. Like, okay, I get why they're cool. I think they're cool. Of course. You know, course. I 100% think they're cool. If I'm and everybody over, knows a snake guy. Yeah. Right? I, everybody we, knows a guy that's We got lived like a with a snake guy. There. Who yeah, had a ball did. python, and if some you go, it's not like I run into it all the time anymore. But back in college days, you would occasionally go over somewhere, and somebody would be like, "I got a pet snake. You want to see it?" And I would most of the time suss out the snake, and if he seemed cool, I'd be like, "Yeah, let me hold that snake." That's not it. It's not like a a situation where I don't. I I'm freaked out by snakes, but. I yeah, no, I'm not anti. I'm not snake phobic. I could hold a snake. Yeah, like man. that's not a big deal. It's it's closing my eyes and going to sleep, knowing like with him inside. Exit light. <laughs> that's that snake. That's that snake in your in your guest Off bedroom. Never land. Off the never never land. Exit light. See, uh, bro, I'm gonna talk Liam into wanting a pet snake and and have a name at Lars, Lars Ulrich, the snake. That's Every what, night when that's I I'm getting Liam to make sure his cage is locked, he's going to look at me and be like, tonight, yeah. you. Fault <laughs> fame, mirror vein. That's the snake. Every night when you go in to make sure his little heat rock is turned on, he's got a belly full of rat or whatever. Uh, we got a voicemail from our buddy, um, Florian. He says, Hey guys, attached you'll find my new audio message for the podcast. It was a bit short on time today, so I tried an unconventional method. Although I'm not entirely satisfied with the outcome, I feel I figure it's still better than having you read through everything yourselves. Hence, this audio message might be a better alternative. Anyways, thanks for the podcast and catch you soon. Best regards, Florian. All right. Hey guys, just a quick heads up before I start. I attempted to clone my voice using a program. It was just a fun experiment to quickly create a voice recording, but it doesn't really capture my natural voice yet. Next time, I'll make the recording myself. But who knows, maybe someday I'll be able to fool you all into thinking it's me, and I didn't even record it myself. Anyway, here's the attempt at cloning my voice, but as you'll hear, it doesn't really sound like me at all. At least... Not yet. Hey guys, I'm currently delving into an old Star Wars book called I, Jedi. I've read quite a few Legends books by now, but this one slipped past me. It focuses on Corrin Horn, whose grandfather bears the surname Halcyon, which surprised me. To me, Halcyon was just a term associated with the Star Wars hotel concept that got scrapped. The ship you travel in was named that way. So I wasn't aware that it seemingly referred to Corrin Horn's family and had its origins in legends. Did you know this? Anyway, I keep recalling something my wife once mentioned. She said the solution to bad Star Wars is simply more Star Wars. Even if we might not have been entirely content with certain aspects of our Star Wars fandom, 
over time, additional material could change our perspectives. Take, for instance, the prequel films. Fans viewed them differently after the release of the Clone Wars series. So, my question to you is, do you desire more narratives that could potentially enhance our appreciation of the sequel trilogy? More backstories or series bridging the gap between episodes 6 and 7, offering a fresh perspective on the sequel trilogy. One of my long-standing headcanons is that Luke might have had a wife. Like Mara Jade, for instance, uh, maybe something tragic happened to her mysteriously, potentially involving Ben Solo. This led to Luke feeling Ben's connection to the dark side, causing a moment of grief and anger, which triggered Luke to draw his lightsaber when visiting Ben in the tent. So, would you prefer additional material tied to the sequel trilogy? Or are you ready for entirely new narratives less connected to it? For instance, the new Ray focus film entirely independent from the main films. Thank you for your fantastic podcast, and here's to a great start to the new year. I wish you two all the best. That was a little fucking creepy. I'm not just, I'm not going to lie. Here, I can well, only tell that it wasn't him because he of, mentioned it. Had he couple. tried to I would have been like, pass that off. I don't, like, I don't like how much, like, I immediately I, I was like, that sounds like Florian. It's not 100%, yeah. right? Yeah, And then exactly. in between sentences, you would hear it do, like, those quick, weird AI run-ons, right? Mm-hmm. I, I Florian, I don't know. That would have been... Yeah, the grammar, hey, you know, computer type stuff is what would have tipped me. Listen, Florian, I I don't know how I feel about you interfacing in that way with Skynet, bro. <laughs> but listen, do me a favor, all right? If let's say you know you become one with the mainframe or whatever the fuck, will you put in a good word for me when the robot overlords show up? Oh my goodness, bro. You know. Oh! Uh-oh, what was that? That was my second monitor just fell over. Uh-oh. I bitted too hard. Too <laughs> bitted so hard the monitor fell over. Um, so, uh, speaking of that book, I, Jedi, I remember being very excited for that book back in the day. Um, I can't remember much about it, but it, I believe the whole book's in first person. I think that's was kind of the gimmick of that one. Um, but I remember being stoked for it. As far as adding those kind of details to the sequel stories, I don't know that they need to go back and start retconning in like Luke's ex-wife. That's what I was going to say. His dead wife. You know, like I don't think that I also don't think it's bad like there's a lot of time in between there. So if there was some story where Luke had a romantic interest before, you know, the sequel trilogy events, I don't think that's a bad thing. I just don't know that they need to go and be like, oh, by the way, Kylo killed. We didn't tell you guys this for a few years, but uh, Kylo killed uh, Luke's wife. That's why he was big mad. I don't think, yeah, I you know, don't... additional details are bad. Um, or extra context that gets added to those stories. But there's definitely a level I'm not looking for that. I'm not against stories happening in that time, but I will be honest with you. I am ready for the new direction. I'm ready for Ray's movie and to move forward. Like I don't need any, 
I don't need any gaps bridged and I don't need any stories fleshed out. You know, I'm good with the way it is. I, I just yeah. want to, I want more moving forward. Yeah. I mean, and the thing is, is there's a built in gap between rise of Skywalker and whatever this Ray movie is. I think they said it was 10 or 15 years later or something. Like it's a decent amount of time. I think was the, when they talked about, okay, hold on. How do I even search this? How many years later is the Ray movie? 15 years. Uh, how do I even look this up? Like a motherfucking champ and get that answer. I was about to say, with the very first search you do. 15 years later. So you know what they love in Star Wars? A gap. Because you know what you can do with that gap? Fill it with weird shit and books and comics and video games and whatever the hell. You know what I mean? So there's your chance to do that where you can add in more context and stuff. But I don't know that they're kind of like Will said, I'm I'm good with the sequels. I don't know how much more context or added story would change my opinion of them, which is fairly high. You know, I don't think they're perfect. But overall, you know, I don't feel like I want more of them. No, I feel like it's done. I mean, yeah, like I don't I'm need re- more yeah. clarification nah. or no, I don't need uh, like fleshing out. I don't need any of that. Nah. I'm ready for more new Star Wars because there's still so much in between the original trilogy and the Force Awakens, where really important shit can happen that they ha- they still need to fill in. So I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know about fucking with it too much. Give me new stories, but with those characters because I do like those characters. Mm-hmm. One last email before some other component of mine fucks up and falls off the desk. Rick Villanueva <laughs> says, hey, Halls and Will, Rick here. First off, happy new year. Thanks, buddy. I hope things are off to a good start. Halls, I hope treatment isn't too rough this time around. A couple of things. First, an old Star Wars misunderstanding. When I was little and Darth Vader says, Kenobi is here and the Force is with him, to me, it always sounded like the Force was like luggage that Kenobi carried around. <laughs> Shrug emoji. That's funny. That's funny. Um, you know, when I was very little, right? Mm-hmm. I'm almost certain I referred to them as lifesavers instead of lifesavers. And you know what I think corrected me was a Star Wars storybook was where I was like, oh, like I put it together. I was like, wait, that's not life's, oh, like say, oh, I'm an idiot. Even back then I was like, damn, you're dumb. Second, as you know, I got a PS5 for Christmas and um, have been playing Jedi Survivor. Look at this, the game rules. And I was wondering what kind of skills are best to advance first. I played a fair bit of the game, but I'm wondering if I should shuffle my skill points around. Anyways, looking forward to all 2024 has to offer. Only the good stuff. Cheers. Rick. Thanks, buddy. Um, Boy, I wish I had some kind of advice for him there, my man. I wish I could tell him what skills to get that I, I wish I remembered well enough. I will say this. That game has so much content in it. If you're planning on, you know, sort of doing it all, Focus on what you like to do in the game. So if there's a certain lightsaber stance you like, focus on that. Your force stuff is always a good um, choice, as is. Like, I'm I'm always someone that pumps skill points into, like, extra health and stuff. 
anything more than more specific than that, I can't really remember the details of that game well enough to say. My bad. No, that's perfect. Excellent. From what I remember, my bitch ass needed more health, right? Like I was real weak and I was probably playing on a higher difficulty than I should have been, but I could not take many shots. And I remember needing to up my health first yeah, so that I could stay up for longer. Yeah. That's always helpful in that type of game. And just buddy, what you need to do is one night, just make sure you have some time set aside and really go in and customize your lightsaber hilt and your droid, like get them all pimped out and real fine detail, customize everything. That part of that game is so awesome. Like I love switching like the outfits and stuff. Oh dude. And the second it's game so... has uh, mama Mia, good, good extra outfits. Oh wow. <clears throat> they have some that are like references to shadows of the empire and shit. It's bananas. Oh, cool. Yeah. In the first game, I was the only one of the only things I didn't really like about the very first game was the fact that there was a bunch of other outfits, but they were all just different types of ponchos. This fool loved ponchos of different color and design. Yeah, it was just different ponchos. And this, they did. I mean, like I said, there's like a Dash Rindar outfit. There's all kinds of little referency stuff and original stuff that's cool too. Um, so really spend some time messing around with that. That's my big recommendation. Oh man, that makes me want to play that game again. And it hasn't even me been that long. Me too. That's exactly what I was about to say. It makes me want to go play that game. I know, man. I know, man. I hope it's not too long before the, the third one. What is this picture? Just to go, because like I'm closing out all the tabs. You know what? Closing up for the mm -hmm. closing time. Mm -hmm. Um, about to wrap up the show, and I get to this tab where I asked how many years later is the Ray movie? The fuck is that? That is not Daisy Ridley, right? Isn't that like a? I'm pretty sure that's a wax, Madame Trousseau. I'm gonna go steal that. Anyways, um, I think that's it for this week, buddy. Thanks for recording with me. Dude, thanks for recording with me. Thank you for being so flexible with the kids. Oh, pff. how fucked up would it be if I was like, uh, hey man, I know you got kids, but I need you to come talk about Star Wars and do bits with me, okay? Well, when I'm putting these kids down, that's what I'm saying. Like, y'all like, need to go to bed. I got bits that I need to be doing. I'm cooking them. Go the fuck to sleep. Go the fuck to sleep. Go the fuck to sleep. <laughs> All right, buddy. So, uh, you know what you guys should do? You should leave us a review if you haven't already. You should check out Stoned Cobra if you like the, uh, the our theme song. That's the band that provided the music. You can find them on iTunes, Spotify, and at stonedcobra.bandcamp.com. Um, and... You can also listen to me and Steve on High Potion talking about video games. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. We'll, we'll see what happens. It'll be something. Something will happen. Something will. It always does. It always does. Until then, this has been Blue Harvest. And I'm Halls Burkhart. And I'm Will Witten. May the Force be with you. May the Force be with all of you. May the Force be with us. <laughs> <laughs>